Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Champumogyong. Champumogyong, Book 7 True Parents' Course of Suffering and Victory. Chapter 3 Suffering in Danbury Prison and True Parents' Victory. Section 1. The Tax Evasion Trial The Fraser Committee When true parents began their activities in America, including the Washington Monument Rally, a backlash arose that developed into organized opposition. The primary incident that incited this backlash was a public hearing led by Congressman Donald M. Fraser, chair of the Subcommittee on International Organizations of the Committee on International Relations of the United States House of Representatives. At that hearing, which began on March 22, 1978, Reverend Moon's special assistant, Bohi Pak, testified four times. The purpose of the hearing was to stop the activities of the Unification Church by connecting it to what had come to be known as Koreagate. Koreagate had arisen out of allegations that the Korean government provided a lobbyist with large sums of money to influence American politicians. The entire matter was politically motivated. It was in this atmosphere of hostile accusations that True Father was indicted on charges of filing false tax returns at the United States District Court for the Southern District of New York on October 15, 1981. He was compelled to appear at the court many times. In a public statement that he made outside the courthouse after his arraignment, True Father refuted the charges, saying that he loved America more than anyone else did and that the real cause of his trial was racial bias and religious prejudice. He declared that he had done nothing wrong and that his conscience was clear because his life was one of self-sacrifice to serve America and all humanity. In Japan, the Unification Church played a key role in defeating the Communist Party. We had advanced beyond the national level, and with this foundation we could go beyond the level of Asia. It was time to take the fight to America, representing the world stage. Communist forces throughout the world have begun to attack me. They have stirred up great winds of opposition from the entire world to blow against me. Where are these winds blowing? In the free world, in America, and in Christianity worldwide. They are launching an all-out attack on me. Even though the free world should be defending and protecting me against Satan's side, in fact they are doing the opposite, going against me and God's side. Even though Korea supports me internally because it is under the influence of America, it is in a situation where it is unable to support me openly. This has left me completely isolated. Notably, the Carter administration used Congressman Fraser and the Koreagate political scandal to try to bring down the Unification Church. When I was preparing to speak at the Washington Monument rally, I felt as forlorn as a death row inmate walking toward the execution chamber. But thank God, it turned out to be a miraculous event. It was like a dream. I was resurrected from hell. At that point, even the authorities in Washington, D.C. could not interfere. They wondered how I was able to make such a great foundation among the American people and its minority groups in such a short time. 
Thereupon, they changed their strategy from a short-term one to a long-term one. Mustering every ally they could find, they tried to gradually tighten their grip on me, bring me down, and get rid of me. Representing them, Congressman Fraser did the work. Communist forces, Jewish and Christian organizations, and the United States government all joined together to attack me. Abel's position is always defensive, while Cain takes the offensive. But these positions were reversed here. From that point on, it was, Remove Congressman Fraser. I can go on the attack. Because they attacked us, we reversed the offensive and defensive roles. When we engaged in the fight with Congressman Fraser in America, if I had been hesitant to fight, if I had fear like a small-minded man and said to my followers, it is time to retreat, I do not dare confront this nation that rules the world, then we could not have advanced God's will and I would have been swept away. However, I was not afraid to fight. Instead, like David when he confronted Goliath, I went into the battle with the determination that my arrows would pierce his heart and my cannonballs would knock him down. I resolved, it is not I, but you who will be pierced. Because I fought with that kind of determination, we could make a breakthrough in America. Now we can say that from every viewpoint, we were victorious. Every time I do something, the Congress and the State Department make a fuss. Congressman Fraser, with the backing of the U.S. State Department, became the flag bearer of the combined efforts of the government, communists, and some Jewish and Christian leaders in their efforts to bring down the Unification Church. Yet his efforts ended up working against him. The Fraser Committee's allegations against me were made known to the whole world. Remarkably, some members of Congress came to our side. They became like our public relations team, when we won, they called to congratulate us. Also, the members celebrated with shouts of Manse. However, I told them not to get too excited and stay calm. I explained that one who is defeated is weak, and heaven does not permit us to strike the weak. God's way is to protect the weak. We should not be overjoyed with the fact that the Unification Church defeated the Fraser Committee. Our victory was only for the sake of goodness. I told the members, do not go out dancing in the streets and boasting about our victory. Forbearance is the way we can win over not only Fraser but also his descendants. The world knows that Congressman Fraser was defeated in his primary bid for the U.S. Senate because he had fought me and lost. One day, major newspapers carried a four-page article about the Fraser Committee's efforts to destroy us, which might be a historical world record. However, that was the media's last attack on us. In a single moment, the communists who had so confidently expected Fraser to win were completely defeated. They were defeated in the final fight. When Jacob fought with the angel, at the very last moment, Jacob clung to the angel and would not let him go. When the angel knew he could not win, he broke Jacob's hip bone. Even then, Jacob still held tight. Jacob won in this way, and the angel had to bless him. I fought Congressman Fraser like that. However much he and his people opposed me, I would not be defeated. I am sure God was helping me, but I'm no fool either. So people say, there is nothing to gain by fighting Reverend Moon. He is a fearsome man.
In all times and places, people who live for righteousness and devote themselves for God must inevitably travel a rocky and thorny path and must endure great suffering in their lifetime. Jesus Christ was the great example of this truth. In addition to him, history is filled with saints devoted to God whose lives were filled with suffering. Ever since I resolved to dedicate my life for God and for the world, I have endured great suffering. So far, I have endured 60 years of it. But I know the lessons of history, so how can I refuse the thorny and suffering path? I do not feel wronged, angry, or hurt that the American government brought charges against me. Rather, I take it as an opportunity to share the suffering of God. God is the one who has been wronged more than anyone, has felt indignant more than anyone, and has endured loneliness more than anyone. Hence, I consider this upcoming trial to be a trial of glory. I have a clear conscience. When I look back on the life I have lived, I am confident that I lived for the sake of God and in sacrificial service for all people and the world. Therefore, I have no fear about the outcome. I have loved America, investing my heart and soul for that land for the last 10 years. Ever since I went to America, I poured out my blood and sweat to revive the spirit and morality of that nation. History will testify to this. From the perspective of God's providence, if America cannot maintain its spirit and become truly a nation of God, there will be no way to save the world from the evil forces of communism. I have not taken anything from America. Nevertheless, I came, devoting all the manpower and resources of the Unification Church worldwide to America. America is known as a rich nation that gives aid to many throughout the world. But the Unification Church receives no support from America. On the contrary, America is the recipient nation that receives spiritual and material support from the Unification Church. If, nevertheless, they call it a sin or a crime that I love America and support it in this way, and give everything that I have for America, then I will not hesitate to accept whatever judgment is imposed upon me. I will not retreat from suffering, even suffering on the cross. Today, we recognize two major shadows on the righteousness of America, which is otherwise a great and beautiful nation. They are religious prejudice and racial discrimination. As for the problem of racial discrimination, President Lincoln paid the price for it with his blood. Even so, much about that problem remain unresolved. More recently, while fighting this injustice, the great American Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. also offered his life on that holy altar. Now, this fight has become the fight of the Unification Church. The Unification Movement, which originally came from the East, has become the spokesperson and champion of all the minorities that are ostracized in today's America. One of the reasons I came to America was to establish organizations to defend minority rights. I put aside funds for this purpose before I returned to Korea. The movement to defend minority rights which is spreading like wildfire in America, will become a righteous movement and a driving force in the 1980s. If God is truly alive, which he is, and if his truth exists, and it does, then history will flow in this direction.
Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.